At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I was weird in stand-up. I just wasn't comfortable. So um, I stopped. Well, you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what's up? I'm in St. Louis. Unreal. I'm here with Nikki Glazer, a hilarious comedian, master of the roast. I can't even believe I I get to share this stage with you tonight, Robert De Niro. And, and by this stage, I mean the final one of your life. It's Thank you for doing this. In St. Louis, and thank you for having thank you for having me. I mean, thank me for having you. Thanks for coming all the way to St. Well, Louis to you, do this are so kind to have come here. It's it's an incredible part of my life now that people will come to me because, you know, I always say that's why I moved back to St. Louis is because I'm at a point in my career where like, if people want you enough, they'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like, I used to have to live in New York or LA when it was, I was a little less known because you have to be available when someone drops out. Like that's how I got the Tonight Show was Paul Abdul like had her back hurt that day. And I got a call at 11 a.m. And uh -huh. it was just like, can you be here in five hours? Paul Abdul, uh, you know, is struggling with her pill addiction today or whatever it was. That's not what they said, but that's what I figured. Did you ever reach out to Paula Abdul and thank her? I did. Did I meet her at some point? I feel like I, it's so weird that I can't remember if I've met Paula Abdul because in my dream, I do tell her like, I filled in for you, but it was me. It was Rain Wilson, me and Hoobastang. I didn't remember the set that I had agreed. It's a great lineup. I'm second Hoobastank? billing as a comedian. Who yeah. was Stank and who was the other? Who was Stank and uh, uh, oh, Rain, Rain Wilson, Wilson, who I called Dwight as soon as I got done with my set. I'm so nervous. I kill. I fit. I kill. I'm like, thank you. Good night. J Lo was like, eh, come over to the camera. I said, come over. Come over. So I get called over, which doesn't mean the same as it does in the Johnny Carson days, but I still took it. I was still, like, oh, I'm going over to the couch. So I sit down and, you know, Rain Wilson was there watching and stood up and, and, and as I walked over and then I was like, hi. And I'm a huge office fan. I, and he was like, that was so funny. So good. Or whatever he said. And I go, thanks, Dwight. And then I said, in the clearest day, and I don't even catch it until I watched it later on. And I was like, oh, I called him his, you know, character. And then, um, things were like, seemed to be happening. And then two years of nothing. And I'm just gaining weight, drinking every night. I'm going to get a DUI any day uh -huh. and just miserable. Party a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, I used to just black out drink and really, my goal. Oh yeah. Get Why would I want to be was awake that, for what my life was? Was that connected with your standup? Like in your mind a little bit, like were you getting blackout drunk because you had so much pressure? No, trying to stand up was something? always. Or you I never relied on getting drunk to get on stage. Honestly, I think it helped Not a that. little bit. I never, I never thought you would do that, but I mean, was that like a way to like to cope with that? The pressure of it. I never felt that much pressure about like failing or succeeding. I felt, I guess, money pressure for yeah. sure. It was like, oh, drinking was a way to deal with the pressure of just not liking myself. Honestly, it was yeah. a way for me to. And it still is like, I find other ways to get out of this, but it was a way to me to not feel. And most of my feelings have to do with like feeling like an imposter, feeling less than not liking my looks, just feeling unlovable. Yeah. And so 
I'm like getting emotional as I'm talking about. If you cried right now, it'd be so good for the video. I know it would be so good. I, honestly, I might. I am like on my period. I'm like shedding blood right now in uterine lining on this chair. I hope you guys own these. Um, no, I, I'm almost mystified by people who don't want to just get out of their minds and like be in a world where nothing matters. Like when I would drink, the first time I drank when I was a junior in high school, I remember telling my friends, why, why doesn't everyone drink all the time? Why isn't everyone drunk all the time? I didn't yeah, understand why yeah. you wouldn't want to do this all the time. It's the best feeling in the world. I felt confident. I felt no worries. I liked myself. And I was like, I really said that. And I remember my friends not being on, I didn't sense that it was a weird thing I said, but I, re I remember being kind of taken back by that. They weren't like, yeah. And that's still, that's still how I feel about getting high about uh, food, about anything that feels good. I go, how do people just go? Yeah, that's enough. How do they not want to chase it? I'm fighting chasing it constantly because. Do you still fight it? Are you doing? Yeah, I mean. Do you think about it? It depends drinking? on how good life is going or how right. fulfilled you are through other things and how much work you're doing on yourself, which is, it takes time. And when you don't have a lot of time in your life, when I get too busy, I tend to want to chase those highs, whether it be sex, food, uh, mm -hmm. you know, flirt, flirt, having a crush. That um, Literally, if they sold having a crush, in a, in a pill form, the feeling I get of having like a crush. Yeah. I'd be on skid row right now. I never found that in other people. I never like, nobody ever made me that happy. Maybe that, really? Because you know why? My mother, my mother was so incredible that I feel like, nope, I know, I know oh, girls hate to hear no, that. No, I feel the same way about my dad. I actually have the same exact okay. issue with my dad. Well, that was in your show, actually. I yep. saw that. I and saw I that your dad that loved you. I that they said that, it, that they kept it. I said some things in interviews where I'm like, that makes me uncomfortable to watch, but no, it's true. It made, it, made you, it made you like you a lot. Oh, thanks. It's, I related to that. It's disturbing to say that I don't think I've found a partner because no one could love me as much as my dad or mom. I mean, right. that's, that's kind of like a, it sounds, I recently told my boyfriend in like couples therapy, I'm like, I need, like my dad's going to be gone someday and he celebrates me and he loves me in this way of like, he like touches me. I'm just kidding. No, he like, he, uh, <laughs> he, he fucks me this way. So I really need you to learn, like he take a tutorial from him and when he goes away. Sure, sure. No, um, no my dad just like sincerely loves me and just thinks, I'm like the best. Like is, yeah. he thinks I close a cabinet and he's like, just the way you close that cabinet. Like, and it's a little bit narcissistic because I look like my dad and I, I, I am my dad more than my sister probably is. So yeah. I'm like this golden child to my dad that um, I'm never, not ever a favorite or anything. My parents are very like fair when it comes to doling out love, but. And they go the other way because you're famous and your sister isn't, right? They, they have, they make sure to make it equal. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, my, thank God my sister is such a good, my sister is Stunning. She is model. She's like your sister's on Howard with you, right? No, no. My sister's been on my reality oh, show you, a little did bit. Did you talk about your sister on Howard? Yeah, probably. I grew was. up with a very beautiful sister who did not know she was beautiful, but I did, and everyone else who I was around did, and I heard about right. it constantly. So I grew up with feeling in the shadow of her. I was not a good um, Solange. I can't be Solange. I need to be Beyonce. <laughs> so I think fucking Christ that my sister did not want to be famous yeah. because she could be in a second. She's talented. She's beautiful. She's a good actress. She's just didn't have the craving. I thank God that she didn't want to be famous because I couldn't have taken being the less famous sister. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, where do you think that need comes from to be famous? Like, why am I here? Love. Because you didn't get enough from somewhere. My Maybe father. you got it from your dad. Yeah. My I didn't father get didn't love me enough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's, but I also, I also came to like reckon with that too, like a long time ago. Like maybe when we I was do. like, I, we, we do, but we don't, that's the thing is we think we do, we make peace with it. We can acknowledge it. We can say it on a podcast, but deep down 
there's something about us that go, God, my mom didn't love me. My dad didn't love me. My whoever, the person that's supposed to love me just because I'm born, not because I did anything, then I must be unlovable because this whole bullshit about you're enough. You don't need the things. Well, if that's true, the one person that should have loved me for being nothing other than just being didn't. Uh-huh. then I must be fundamentally not good in some way. Um, I worry about that too, like uh, being too available or being too, so, so uh, well, like what, you don't what ended up with your- Well, you emotionally <laughs> incestuous is what they call it, where yeah, you like, turn them into your spouse by sharing too much. Best friend. I don't do that. I don't do that. But I, I, I do create an atmosphere of like, you guys are the greatest things to ever walk the earth. And that's not because you believe it though. The best. You're not lying. My mother told me that. But are you and lying? And then I to fell them, really hard in my twenties. Huh? Jason, here's the thing: you don't need to say you're going to be the best basketball player ever. You really are, like, because you probably know that he's whatever it is. Like, don't don't lie. But if you think they're the best, which that's what that's my therapist one day she said. The reason you have issues with your dad is because yeah, he told you were you were the most beautiful girl and that you're the most talented, but you knew that was bullshit because you're not the most beautiful. She was like. You're average looking. You always have been. <laughs> Your therapist me, said that? Your therapist I have, I have an, a therapist I, I used to pay literally $325 twice a week because she made me go twice a week or otherwise I couldn't see her. Cash under the table. Don't even know if she was like a legit therapist. Right. She does have a website and she's operating out of Los Feliz. You be careful out there. I'm not going to use her name because I don't want to go to prison. Right. But um, she... I call her um, Maya Abusive because I always call her Maya Abusive Therapist. So her name is Dr. Maya Abusive. So Dr. <laughs> Abusive uh, kept me going to her for so long and I was wrapped up in her. She did have good advice though. She broke me of, um, because I have such an obsession with, you know, physicality and being perceived as hot and wanting people to desire me in that way just so that I'm loved, so that I'm relevant, you know? Right. And- I remember struggling with like, oh, I was going in, I had to do some taping for Comedy Central. It was like 2014 or something. And I was like, oh, I got to go get a dress after this. She goes, you're not a beauty. You're not a beauty. She leaned forward. You are not a beauty. You never will be. You don't want to be. Thank God you're not a model. You'll never be a beauty. And I was just like, you can't say this to me. And I was like, it was really hitting me, but what but you are so beautiful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, but, Jason, I am. But no, I am. But contextually, I am. Like you put me next to, uh, you put me on stage with Victoria's Secret Angels. My face looks a little. There's, in, there, there, I'm not. I'm never gonna be a ten. So I might as well not try. In my eyes. But would you rather be able to go up? But I and like kill at a huge theater to 3,000 people. No, I would rather and, look like and, Giselle and have literally no ability to speak. Oh, get out of here. You're out of your mind. I'm not out of my mind. I would rather I would rather look like Giselle and have her beauty but, and her, like whatever your, she has. Than, but look at your life. You have like so many um, I mean, I don't comics who I love my life. But if I was you, giving you someone a life- You performed with Wilco? Huh? Wilco? That was, that's like, when Giselle, I saw that, I was like- if she wanted to go to Wilco, she could go to Wilco. Like that with no <laughs> talent and being a real- Not open for Wilco. I didn't open for Wilco. Well, what did you do? For I mean, I, I would open anything. For, for, I would open my body and my uh, <laughs> my heart is open. Um, what did you do? Did no, you I close? just hung out with Wilco. I saw you I, on stage. I, um, oh, I was doing a stand-up. They had like a stand-up tent. It was a Wilco festival. Uh-huh. So they had a stand-up show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm being, you know, facetious for the sake of humor, but I don't, I do believe I struggled with, or I used to struggle with, and I currently do because I'm aging with being not um, hot, not fuckable in, in, in general. <laughs> I've struggled with it my whole life because I've always seen people get things that I felt like, well, they don't deserve it or, you know, 
but I've always thought they deserve it because I'm like, oh, she was just born beautiful. But it made, felt, made me feel it was unfair. And that's why I'm funny is because I'm not as pretty as I want to be. Right. And people go, well, you're pretty. And it's like, okay, well, I figured out how to put on eyeliner and how to stay trim and um, spray tan. I literally was putting painting <laughs> tan on my legs before we got started because my I want my neck to kind of match my uh, milky white lower limbs. Um, Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, guys, today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. Yes, SeatGeek, the most amazing ticketing app out there in the world. SeatGeek is the app that I use to get all my concert tickets when I take my kids to see concerts like Vampire Weekend. We went and saw uh, Kanye West. We saw Drake. We saw Tyler, the creator. Yes, I'm that cool. And that's because of SeatGeek. And right now, uh, if you use my code NASH, you'll get $20 off your first order. So that's incredible. Go out there, go see a live show, use my code NASH and get $20 off and you'll be cool too. I promise. That's all thanks to SeatGeek. How'd you get so good at writing jokes? I'm very adaptive and can do You're kind chameleon. of impressions. Yeah. Yeah. I can do bad impressions of people like very quickly, but I can, um, if I admire someone enough, do I can me. take them on. I can't do to you because there's just the admiration isn't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you and I used to run around LA together, right? Like, how do I? I don't think we, we know did. Each other? How, but but I know you. I know you. You think you know me because we follow each other, but we no, don't. No, that's not true. I, I definitely, We've never hung out. Well, we never hung out, but we've definitely been in the same place before and maybe like drank together before. Yeah, like maybe at like Bar Lubitsch. Like you did Maybe. this show and I was on the show. I definitely knew you in person. I, I was, was around you in person in, at least a couple times. I was weird in stand up. I just wasn't comfortable. So um, I stopped. Well, you could tell. <laughs> I was try- that was a joke where I was trying to say, you want, you want to hear the, the process of that joke? I wanted to make a joke, but I wanted to make a joke that was the opposite of what I was saying. So I was trying to so- sound exactly my delivery. I was trying to sound like, oh, you couldn't tell. So I thought, how would you say, you couldn't tell at all? And then just say the opposite. Oh, you could tell. That's good. Yeah. Have you ever thought about teaching comedy? Yeah. I'm doing it right now. Pay attention. Did you, are you ready for a pop quiz? All right. Uh, what did Jenna Maroney say? Fidelity also was. A. But, um, so can, can you look at my Bumble profile and critique it? Oh my God. Is it my birthday? It is a week after my birthday. This is the this is the greatest present ever. Okay. Hell yes. Oh my God. Because I love when you make fun of guys. Wait, I didn't. I, okay, so I we thought this single. would be funny. Okay. Here is Jason's Bumble profile. This, what a treat. This is to do. Okay. By the way. Your real age. Appreciate it. Well, you have to. They can do look you? it up. Not on, not on, uh, what's it called? No, because what will happen is if I put 41, someone will screenshot it, yes. put it on Twitter. Like, He's and lying. honestly. And who cares? That is not, uh, that's not an old age. I mean, I. No, it is. Okay. It isn't. Okay. So uh, your picture is with your dog and your dog is blinking. You look adorable. You look like yourself. Your hair looks great. Okay. Great hairline. Okay. Great view. You're some, you live in California. You. <laughs> This is kind of funny too. It's a funny post because you had to lift the dog up. The dog is blinking in it. So there's, this guy is funny. Okay. And he doesn't look, um, sometimes guys post with dogs and I'm just like, oh, he'll never love me more than that dog. And you just like, no. And you're just like, I can't. So this, I can tell you have room in your life for me. 
The yep. dog, how old's the dog? It looks doesn't year. look like a puppy. He's a year. Oh shit. Okay. So ladies, you got nine years until that dog's <laughs> out of the picture and he has room for Isn't you. Isn't that the worst when you start dating someone and they have a dog? Yeah. I always go, how old is it? And yeah. I'm like, oh good. Okay. Four more years left. I was dating this girl and, and it's the first couple of months, like she would go out in her bad neighborhood and walk the two dogs and like, didn't ask me to do it. But then it became like, oh, if I'm really? going to be there, I should take the dogs out. Or in you the should bad go to, no, you go together. Yeah. Yeah. You go together. Like you get mugged together. I have so, I had a date the other night. Oh my God. We have to talk about this. Hold on. Tell me about your date after I say the okay, beach. Okay. So this is what he says he likes the beach working out. Okay. It annoys me that I know you had to do it to just save space. It's basic. I know you it's just, very you big. didn't put uh, spaces between the beach space, comma space working out, but you had to do that because what did I do? So like, see the beach working out, there's no spaces there. So it looks like you're illiterate. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so we is, need to change that. That is bad. The beach working out, black coffee, steely Dan, black coffee's kuh. Sorry. That's a word I invented that is describing someone saying something that like, kuh? Kuh. it's just kuh. like, kuh. like, like, yeah. like oh, no one needs to know you like black coffee. It just is making you sound like I'm so bad. I don't put any sugar or any of that pussy shit in my coffee. I'm a man. Like just coffee is fine. Black coffee. Okay. Um, but you're, you're nice. Steely Dan, that just tells you what kind of guy you are. Love it. Yeah. Do you love Steely Dan like that much? Are they like everything to you? Really? Yeah. Like they're like my Taylor Swift. Hey 19 is yeah. my favorite song. Their songs um, are so, we were, we were trying to come up with a name for the podcast yesterday and we were going through Steely Dan titles. Oh, that's a good idea. With ideas. Oh, I did that for Taylor Swift for my reality show. You did? Yeah. And they wouldn't let me uh, do girl at home. Because what? that was that was one of her songs, but they were like, Taylor, Taylor might get litigious. I mean, she is litigious. Right. She should be. Get you, get yours, girl. Okay. Nikki loves Taylor Swift, guys. Uh, love, 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 love. She's, you know. Uh, I, I know a lot about you. You really do. But when I, you watch my reality show, you learn a lot because I'm very. I spent the whole weekend. I listened to the Conan podcast, oh the Rogan God. podcast. Wow. Andrew Santino. Oh, you know everything, I Jason. Everything. I'm so sorry. Except the Rogan podcast was during COVID. So it was just the two of you like, fuck, are we going to be alive? Oh my God. That it was, was an great. intense I mean, one. No, it was intense. I love, I love Joe Rogan. But and that was me. I was so I depressed. I wasn't getting a lot about you. Oh my God. I was so depressed. Oh yeah. And I was just trying to steer clear of any like Biden Trump talk, yes. even though he pulled me in there and I'm just but, like, please but, don't make me do this. But sometimes, sometimes that's the best stuff too. Like when Howard went live during 9-11. Yeah. Like people need that. They want to see you guys talking about, oh yeah, I'm stuck at home and I can't do shit. And what when are we going to do? I did my podcast. I had a podcast going when COVID hit and yeah. I was like, can I just do it every day? I mean, it's not the podcast I do now is every day, but it was started. Um, I was just finishing up a comedy central show that I did with Sirius XM. So I did a, a four day show anyway on Sirius. And then I switched to a podcast that was just once a day. Wait, are you on Sirius or iHeart? I was on Sirius for four, for two years, doing right. four, four and shows that's a when day. You did David's show when you interviewed David, that was the serious show. David Dobrik. Yes, yes, that was the serious show. Are you go looking through your DMs at all? I do look through my DMs. There's For like a blue a, check mark. So the beach, working out, black coffee, Steely Dan, golden retrievers. Just say my dog. Like if you're trying to save space, Goodfellas and Curb. Okay, so you like, there's got to be more to you. I don't know if like you know. But, I always have that problem. Somebody will ask me like, do you, what work, do you like working out? I do. Oh. I, I have to. It's the only thing that keeps me sane. What do you love about the beach? What are you doing at the beach? When I'm at the beach, I forget all my troubles. I'm so basic, Nikki, as I'm saying. No, I love that. I forget all my troubles. I'm calm. I don't have any anxiety. Wow. I Just sitting on the beach? Like, what do you- Walking on the beach, my dog on the beach. But the thing I do every Saturday is I drive to the beach with my dog and we run five or six miles on the Oh, beach. that's great. 
And that's like to running me, on sand. How how your ankles doing? How's your body handling that? It's hard to run on the, the sand. Best. Did you did you hurt yourself running? I, I have over the years, but I, I'm a I runner hip, now. I had and hip I'm, surgery. I'm, I'm scared of. Someone was like, "You got to do a marathon." And I go, "No, I want to be able to walk when I'm <laughs> 70. Right, right. It doesn't look like that, that way if you do that do stuff. You, ba- my basics: six feet. Is that true? Yep. You were not doing five eleven and a half. This is six feet I, on the dot. Okay, we're talking five. We're five eleven probably. Five eleven. Okay, undergraduate degree. Never drink. Never smoke. You never have drank. Or you I, never I, do it now. I don't drink now. Yeah, yeah. Never drink, never smoke. I never had a taste for alcohol. I'm You're Jewish. You're looking for marriage. You have and want more kids. You're a Gemini, liberal, Jewish, vaccinated. Does it say I want more kids? Yeah. Oh. Uh. And it says, please, please, please. Mommy, mommy. <laughs> Why did you put that in there? I didn't even know there was an option. You should take that out. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at Hoobie. Hoobie, wow, what an incredible company Hoobie is. What is Hoobie? Well, let me tell you. It's who.b, B-E, and Hoobie is incredible. Basically, uh, Hoobie allows you to put all your links in one place. So on your Instagram bio where you have your link, I have my Hoobie link there, and that way people can go and see what I'm working on. So for multi-hyphenates like myself, and I'm sure you are as well working on different things, uh, you you want to show people all all the different things you're working on. So for me, I have my Hoobie link there. They go there. They can check out the podcast. They can check out my YouTube videos. They can check out the audio for the podcast. They can check out my TikTok. And Hoobie has the best interface and it it's truly incredible. Everything's bright. All the thumbnails are very colorful. I highly recommend checking out Hoobie. Go to the link in the description right now. It's who.b and sign up today. Um, <laughs> I don't want more kids. Okay, here's you on a, then you should definitely take that out here because that is... I mean, but if I met, if I met the right person, like if I fell in love, I know I wish they had that button, but I can be convinced. (laughs) But if I, your pussy feels really good and I don't want to wear that up (laughs) one time and uh, I can't convince you to take care of it in a state that allows that still. Okay. Um, so here's you on a construction site over 10th Avenue. Is this 10th Avenue? It is 9th Avenue. Oh my God. So close. That was pretty good, right? Oh, that's 8th Avenue in the city. We were on top of a double decker bus. Oh, Okay. Um, looks a lot like this picture before it. We're not getting anything new about you. We just know that you like posing in front of. <laughs> <laughs> I hate photos about myself. Nice. I've never taken a good photo. No, you clearly I don't. Have. Ha- I don't know how to smile. When I smile, I look dead inside. You on Runyon. Yeah. Like looking to the side. That's a good Very fo- influencer-y, but it shows your body. It shows like your height. Everything checks out. And then here's you with ice cream doing a, um, a selfie. Listen, you are someone who is Google all. So. Um, I'm what? But I guess that's not good. Are you going to connect your um, Instagram to this? I guess I could. I don't want people to see Jason's my location. Instagram. I don't want, I don't want oh, people okay. to. Okay, well then, if this is what, uh, we'll get along. It says, we'll get along if you love Curb. You, there are things like that I used to have on my thing, if you love Veep. Because right. Veep, it's just a way of like, if you like this thing, it's just so who I am. And right. I can't be with someone who doesn't appreciate how brilliant Veep is. I was going to go see Larry David live. And the plan was to see if I could meet somebody there. Because if they like That's a Larry, great idea. if they like Larry David, then they've got to be the I right person. I'm this. I used to wear Wilco shirts all the time because I was like, if <laughs> it, that is the basis for a relationship, is like I love Wilco so much, like sharing their music together, going to concerts. Yeah, like, I love Wilco. It's, I think it's a reason to wear band shirts if you're really passionate. You should wear Steely Dan shirts. Some girl might go, oh my god, I love Steely Dan, and then you have a you know, like that's why you wear. <laughs> Sounds so desperate. <laughs> black coffee working out i am desperate desperate i am desperate, yes, we're desperate. yeah of course so do the things that work i recently like i my special coming out is all about um yeah tell me about it it's about 
like not because I was like, I'm going to make this special about this thing, but it ends up being about um, realizing a lot of things about what I put out there, what I'm looking for in a relationship, what I think I want, what I actually want, the decisions I'm making that lead me to, I, I just learned, a, I tried to be the mother for young girls, even girls my age, that I wish I would have had this advice of like, hey, I found a way to get any guy you want. It's really hard and you probably won't do it and you won't trust me till later. But if you're struggling, here's a, a tried and true method that I learned from reading a book that Whitney Cummings recommended to me like What's five years ago. I love Whitney Cummings. It's, it's, I love Whitney so much. Um, I don't know her, but I love her. Oh, she's so smart and yeah, she crazy. Is. She's really smart. You know, fr- from one girl to the next, brilliant. But like, I just love how she just will go where her mind, like she's just- She's always doing her best, like in terms of like, she's a good person. Yeah. And I just love that. She's just, she's not trying to hold anything back anymore. And so it looks, and I say crazy with love, like not, I mean, she has mental issues. We all do. But like, I just like someone who's being authentically them and being like, I'm just going to get naked if I want. I'm going to mm-hmm. scream if I want. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to have people go, oh, that's too much. I, I really admire that because I worry about there. that. Yeah. I hate when I read, like, I don't read comments about myself because my worst fear is being like, she's old. She thinks she's. She thinks she's funny. She's not. She talks too much. All these things that I know people say about me because that's it's the internet. They'll say everything. Yeah. But I don't I read like comments someone who's either. just like, I don't even give a fuck. Yeah, that's the best thing you can do for yourself no, in our business. Them. The best thing. And so I read them yesterday. I read them two days ago and I went into like an hour depression. YouTube comments, I haven't read since 2013, 12 or 13. And then, um, you know, Instagram, I do because those are generally people that like me and there's not mean stuff Safe on there. place, yeah. Twitter comments, no, no more. YouTube, that's, you, that's ha- you have to read your YouTube comments if you're a what? creator because oh, you, ha- you have to see no, what they're no. saying. Th- I mean, that's the way, Reddit. I used to do my subreddit or go to my subreddit because it was just people that love me. And then you get a little bit more famous. And that's the thing. The more people that like you are the more people that hate you. And right. people that hate you, that also you mix crazy and like wanting to get your attention, they'll say me- really mean things that you go, well, this must be true if someone's this outspoken about it, but really they're just crazy. Like no one in the right state of mind would comment something mean under someone's video that they don't know. That's a crazy person, but you take it like they're a normal person writing this. Why do people do that? They do it because they're in pain and they're jealous and they will never admit themselves they're jealous or you represent something to them that they hate about themselves or hate about someone that hurts them. So, you know, I'm, very tempted to cyber bully people sometimes with an anonymous comment that I know would devastate them. <laughs> it's, it's so you, it's, Oh God. Who, my, who do you know? I'm, like? I'm, I'm a secret. I mean, that's why I love roast is I get to say the meanest things I've ever thought. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. I've, and I get to say them. I I've get paid a, to say them. I get told to say them, but I would never cyber bully, but man, have I been tempted to, and I knew exactly what I would do and it would fucking hurt someone. And you know why I would feel good? Because I'm in pain and I want other people to feel <laughs> just as sad as I am. And when I'm not okay. in that state of mind, I don't think those things about people, the yeah. same people that would make me, I don't get jealous of when I, sometimes I get jealous of other female comics that are younger than me, funnier mm. than me, what, whatever. Uh, just work harder than me. All these things that are bound to happen because I'm aging and hopefully the next generation is funnier and they always are. Wait. And there are times where I just want to go, you go away. Will you just die? <laughs> like something happened to you. Like, like literally, like I wouldn't. You don't need person. to feel that way. You're like top, of top, I don't. top level comedian and only getting mm. better. And also just getting funnier. Like, yeah, now. it's irrational is what I'm saying. You're right. Like, but there is a but little bit of truth to it because there is competition. We we were we are in comp. This but is but you, have to, 
it's it's a business. But stand up, you don't have to worry about that because stand ups only get better. Yeah, but sometimes I'm too tired to get better. And I just want to watch TV with my dog and live in St. Louis. I don't want to, that's the thing is like, I go to LA and I'll see these, you know, up and comers or, you know, even my peers getting really good, like, or I'll see their names on, you know, the lineups at the comedy store every night and I'll go, God, she's getting in shape. Yeah. And I'm not sitting in St. Louis, but I'm on the road right now doing hour and a half shows at least every single night, sometimes twice a night, every weekend. I don't need to be doing stand-up during the week. And right. thank God, because it used to be an addiction before. Wait, so go back. I have like three questions. Yeah, so I read this book called Getting to I Do. Wait, so what, you said you're going to help young girls. Getting to I Do is the name of the book. And it talks about, it's the worst name. And I have a whole bit about it that you'll have to wait to see. Getting to do what I do. No, I w- wish that was the name of it. Getting to I do. Getting like the to. thing you say at the altar when you get married. Oh, I mean, my joke is- Is like, marriage important to you? No, no. No. You know, with monogamy, we when a man comes, essentially, and I read this in a separate book, but it supports her theory, which is don't sleep with them until they love you. Because a man will feel, you know, a little bit bored with you after he fucks you, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because it's biologically, like, his body tells him, hey, don't come in this again for like a month or so because you can't get something pregnant twice. You're, that's a waste of your sperm and we got to make babies. This tribe is like, we got to succeed as right. the human species. So you're, you sticking around in this woman's teepee and having a relationship and just coming in her is the dumbest thing you could do for your species because what if she can't get pregnant? Like you already You think this it. is all unconsciously going on yeah, in so my that's mind men, and men's when they, minds. Subcons- on a subconscious level that you, because no one's going to consciously be like, I mean, people don't want kids actively and they consciously don't want them, but subconsciously your body, your DNA, there's still things going on. And I don't know if this exactly checks out. There's myriad things going on psychologically and, you know, physically on different levels. But this is one level I do feel is true where a man changes afterwards despite himself. He doesn't even know he's going to. This isn't like an F boy, like the guys on my show that are like, I know what, I'm here just for the money. I'm going to cheat her. I'm going to convince her I like her. (laughs) Guys really do like women and sometimes they sleep with them and then they just feel different afterwards. And the truth is- when you like straight up meet somebody and you just fall in love and you're just like, oh my God, this person's the best. I tell them, listen, I'm like falling in love with you and I want to sleep with you so badly but I, I don't even know what I want yet, but I cannot do that until I know for sure you're on the same page and that we have like, we either like talk about like what this is and figure it out. And I know, and I know you love me as much as I love you. That's really my litmus. So mm-hmm. when I started sleeping with my, my ex-boyfriend again, after like, so during COVID we were just hanging out, he was not feeling it. And then we both kind of got psychologically like healthier. We were both depressed at that time. It was smart of him not to do anything. I didn't want to fall in love with him again. So, and I'd read this book, which I wasn't trying to like get him to marry me. I'd already given up on him, but I did want to have like fun and hook up. But I told him we can do everything, but you can't put your penis in my vagina. That's that hole is for my husband. And he laughed because it was a hilarious thing to say. And I go, I don't know what that means. I was like, it just means it's that hole penis wise. (laughs) No penis will go in there unless that penis loves me as much as I love it. And that could be, we both don't like each other, but I know that I want, I want to, the next time I do that, that act of like a new penis in my vagina, which is something that's, you know, I don't even want to procreate, but something, my body thinks it's special. I want to keep that special and, but you can do anything else. I mean, you can put your fingers in there. You can put toys. I'll suck your dick. We can do anal. I mean, I did offered everything else. And and that wasn't to be like, please, sir, just stay. It was me being like, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun. You're drawing the line. And guess what's so hot? is not fucking. 
doing everything else, literally everything else. And I'm not selling, like, I'm not trying to be grotesque. I'm just saying I was nervous about it because sex was always my go-to because I get nervous about sex too. I'm not like great in bed. I don't think I, I get, I'm much better at so many other things in my life than sex, but uh-huh. I enjoy it a lot. But I know that my strengths are getting fucked. And if you remove that from it, I, my, my arsenal is depleted, but I still was like, okay, what's this going to be? And it turns out you just do other stuff and it's so fun. Have you ever, really? have you ever tried to someone you desperately want to have sex with and they want to have sex with you and you say, we just can't, it's the hottest Romeo and Juliet shit you've ever had. And you, and by the time, and it, and it breeds love. So by, I don't want to speak for him, but he fell in love with me in a way he, we used to live together. I mean, we were partners forever. He started just like, I remember one time getting my license out for something. It's just like an ugly picture. I was like stoned and like no makeup and like, it's a license picture. And he was like, you are so beautiful. Can I have this? <laughs> and I was like, what? Is, like, I get it. What, you, what you're saying makes sense. It was uh, and the same token, not if, having me. If you have, um, once you break up and have sex with somebody too, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's the forbidden. And Yeah. Before we run out of time, there's just things that I have to hit with you. Please. I want to hear about this date. Can you just really take me through this date? I went, this is, I was on a date. Guys, just a quick word about my new website, Nash Nation, the NashNation.com, where you can get exclusive content produced by myself and Ferris and Jess. We're working really hard over there. When you sign up for Nash Nation, you'll get the All Good Things podcast a week early. Pretty cool. You'll also get bonus episodes up there. Right now, we have five podcasts up on Nash Nation that are just uh, waiting for you guys to go watch. You also get early access to the next roast, which will be sometime in October. So if you want to support this podcast and support all the things that we're doing here, Go sign up for Nash Nation today. You will not regret it. It's the NashNation.com. We're at my house and I um I was like, do you want to watch the Kardashians? And she was like, yeah. That's oh my God. I would be like so excited. I'm like, I fucking love the Kardashians. Yeah. I think it's the best shit. And- my my ex-wife like produces like like highbrow television. Yeah. And we were all at dinner the other night and I, and I told her, I said, Kardashian's the best show on television. And she looked at me like she was going to fucking kill me. No, reality shows are amazing. But it's the best. It, and they really know what they're doing and it is the best show. And what I always say, because I host F-Boy Island and I have a reality show, when people are like a little bit like, scripted like that's like i like yeah. real tv and you yeah. like your trash i yes. go oh why why is mine trash it's not real <laughs> and yours is because yeah. those are actors who are horrible people <laughs> pretending to be nice people or nice people pretending to be horrible people they're faking it and they're reading dialogue written by white men in burbank so that's that's oh so that's i agree real. i hate when people get an attitude like, about cool like yeah reality shows the motions are fucking real as fuck. Okay, I, yeah. people do fall in love that fast. People, you know, uh, it's, and they hit each other. They fight. Have there you seen are repercussions fight? to these reality shows. Yes, everything is that's happening wouldn't be happening if cameras weren't there. But man, that's their life. Did you see her spill the beans on Pete Davidson? It was like so well done. It was no, like no, no, no. I can't. They kept. I'm, I can't watch it because I'm so jealous of how much their show does well that I can't handle it. For my, if I didn't have a reality show, I'd be all in because right, I right. love them. But I do love the Kardashians. Yeah, but your show, your I'll show is just eventually. like their show when it started. Yes, exactly. Their show was the same thing. It was like, you, okay, you it's a base. Time. And once you get a base and you get more money, production level yeah. goes up. Like it's, um, and you figure out what you are and they know what they are so well. But is the new Hulu show like done differently than the E show? The only thing is it, they talk to camera. So it's a bit like a YouTube video sometimes. So Kim will be oh. like, you guys love when we have salads. So you guys are getting to have a salad. So in the middle, she will be like, she'll talk to Courtney, camera. Like just talking like this and be like, can you believe what Courtney just said? Yeah, yeah. She, did, they, did she say that yesterday? Can't, like she'll talk to the producer and stuff? A little bit. They oh, maybe fun. do it like once or twice a show. I like that. Okay, maybe I'll steal that from you. Steal it. 
you should do that. You should talk to camera because you're be a stand-up. Because there's so many, oh my, like there's an audience there and I'm always trying to get the camera, if the camera people are like, I'm like, Do you yes. do that? Do you break the fourth wall on your show? Well, I don't like to because I know that it's just going to be an editing nightmare for someone. Like I'm thinking about the person that's like, Nikki, really? You had to like do this. So now this could have been a seamless scene and it takes the energy out of the scene because then it acknowledges I, my parents and everyone yeah. in my show doesn't want, they're not actors. They, like I was saying before, we want to be famous and we can't understand no one. My, when I did this reality show, my parents were like, we don't want to do this. And I'm like, you're going to be on TV. My sister's like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, TV, you have a TV show. You're going to be, and they don't, no one on the show wants to be on the show except me. And my so, sister wouldn't do it either. Yeah. So we're weird. And I get it. Okay. So you, you put on the Kardashians. I put on the Kardashians. Is she excited about it? And how was the day before this? It's like a second date. And she's like, Oh, she, did you guys kiss yet? Uh, yeah. Did you have sex? No. Oh, okay. So she's like, did you do anything besides kiss? <laughs> uh, no. So it was just a kiss and then good night. Make yeah. out? No, she, she came to my house. Tongue? Oh, spend the night in your bed? No. Uh, uh, make out on the couch? Yes. Tits. Any tits action? <laughs> Come on. And dry humping. I'm just no. wondering because these no are tits. all important things to know. Okay. No so tits. second date, she clearly likes you if she went on a second date. Girls don't go on second dates so. unless they like you. And so I said, you want to watch Kardashian? She's like, yeah, sure. She's like, but I really like, um, who's the fucking show? Curb. No. Like, Please, Curb, Curb. No, it was like another reality show. So we watched the Kardashians and I was like, oh, that's great. And then she wanted to watch her show. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, like I don't, I don't have it in me to watch her show. <sighs> you know what I mean? Did she watch your show or does she like the Kardashians? She liked the Kardashians, but she liked this other reality show better. you didn't know this reality show at all? The other one? No, I didn't know it at all. That's not, that's weird. Because here's the thing. But it's been so long since I've been divorced for- Jason, if she would not have known the Kardashians all and never seen it, would you have had her watch it? If she was just like, as if she would have felt the same way about the Kardashians that you felt about this show and you could sense it, would you have still asked her to watch it and wanted her to watch it? Or would you have come up with something that would be... No, I would have came up with something. If she had yeah, said, she had said, I don't like the Kardashians, I would have been like, okay, let's not watch it. I get it. weird when people make me watch things that they know that I'm like, I'm not into this. Oh no, I would I never try do to that. Engage, but at times I'm sure my friends could be like, you make us watch shit all the time. I'm like, yeah, because you're on payroll and you're <laughs> opening for me. And if you want to keep opening for me, you'll watch this fucking YouTube video that uh, made me cry last night in bed. <laughs> and now, and contextually, it's not really hitting anyone. Right. All right you look like Brian Cranston. Uh, do I? I'm serious. Like, I, I'm not the Brian Cranston, like a young, like, uh, what's his name from Seinfeld? Um, doctor or doc, when he's the dentist. No, no, no. Not when you make a face like that. No. Okay. Well, it's gone. You lost it. You had it. You were breaking bad. I mean, I have the and same coloring as a Brian, Brian yes, Cranston. Yes, you do. You do. You do. But you, Who you do, do look like Who do people say you him. look like? What? Who do people say you look like? I used to get Lily Sobieski. I used to get Helen Hunt. Um, now Helen I Hunt. get, um... God, I don't get anyone. I get my dad a lot. And I'm always like, fuck you. <laughs> don't tell a girl she looks like her dad. Okay, okay. Let's do this. Okay, I have to ask you about Comment the Comment below who I look like and do, be nice about it, please. Do, Thanks. Okay, so tell me about the roast because I was coming to interview and all my friends were like, you have to ask her about it. Who's, does she ever get in trouble? No. Did, did you ever get a yes. phone call from somebody? Okay, here's, the, here's what I can say about getting in trouble. So when I did the last roast I did, it was Alec Baldwin um, and Caitlyn Jenner was on it. And I wanted to make jokes about her car accident where yeah. the woman died. Yeah. And this was before I was friends with Caitlin. Like I'm not like friends, but before yeah. I was acquainted with her and I love her so much. And so I just thought what I, you know, and I'm very familiar with her just based on the Kardashian show. But um, with Caitlin, I wrote these jokes and Comedy Central was like, please, Nikki, don't do these. Please don't. And I go, 
All you have to do is tell me with, with this, uh, if Caitlin were to say, don't make that joke. Listen, there, a woman died in this, in the event that made this joke happen. Oh, an innocent woman that was just driving front and Caitlin was found innocent. So this was a, a horrible accident, but I want to comment on it. If first of all, I'm not making fun of the victim and I'm just making fun of Caitlin. And so right. I found jokes that did that. Right. So, but, um, so, so I said to Comedy Central, I won't do these jokes, but I need to know that she says, don't do them. Have you told her that I might do these jokes? And they're like, no. And I'm like, tell her, ask her, right. can anyone do a joke? And they were too pussy to ask her because, and not pussy, but like I would be too. They're, she's the biggest talent. They want to keep her. They don't want to scare her away. Yeah. And they think that even if they ask her, she'll be like, well, I'm not doing it anymore then. And so they don't, they're just like, please just don't. Yeah. And so I was doing these jokes around town, but I, I kept doing them because I'm like, I'm going to prepare to do them because until you tell me not to, and I asked him, can I meet with her and ask her before I'll literally call, can I call her? I'm not going to, I'll do it so gently. And they were like, no, we don't trust you. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I keep doing the jokes and it's, they're literally the best jokes I have in my set that are just the ones that go like, oh my God. And this is a night, the night before. And um, it kills and kills and kills. And there was another joke during the Bruce Willis joke roast too that I took out that I wish that I wouldn't have. But Jeff Ross was like, it's just mean. And they're going to be there. Cause it was making fun of how his daughters got his looks instead of Demi Moore's. Yes. And how I relate to that because I, my sister got my mom's looks and I look like my dad. And yeah. so like, I was going to make, for I was anyone gonna, to make that joke, you could, I was going to be like, I'm one of you. Like, yep. listen, look at, looking at the DNA, we had a choice of our, you know, our God picked the wrong one for us, you yeah. know, but you know, they're beautiful girls, but they do look like their dad more than their mom. And everyone knows right. it. And, um, and I was worded much more couthly than that. And it was putting me in it too. It was implicating myself sure. as a, uh, as a, a, a Willis brother. And so, um, <laughs> He, but I didn't do it and I regret doing it because those girls do have a great sense of humor. And, um, and I got called ugly like a million times during that thing. So, uh, right. but anyway, so I think it's okay. You didn't of, do it. It's your, it's, it's the fine. Kids. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. But they weren't, they're not like playing with toys. They're adult women. They yes. could have handled it. Yeah. But still, it wasn't calling like, them ugly. It just said it looked like him and that's okay to look like a, I've when, turned into such a pussy by the way. Yeah, you have. I so have. I think. I think they can handle it. I we, think they can handle it. They could have, but you know what? I, I, I have had a lot of regrets about roast where I didn't do that joke. Why didn't I do it? About literally everything. I'll leave here being like, why did I say that one thing? Why, why didn't I say this? And I'm always yes. like, I can't, that's what I can't fuck up comment. anymore with those thoughts because I can spend the rest of the night being like, why didn't I tell that one story? Why did I blather on about that other bullshit? Um, but now I'm just like, because if I, maybe if I did say that story, maybe it would have like upset someone in a way that they like kick their dog later that night. Like I always just think like I avoided something. Everything happens for a reason. Right. Bullshit. I so roast, anyway, I roast, go ahead. I get to the morning of the, so the, the set is killer. I get to the morning and they Comedy Central finally calls me and they go, Caitlin found out that someone was making jokes running the set around town about the car accident and said that if those jokes are made during the show, she will walk. And I said, okay, great. They're taken out. They're done. Like they're out. And I was fine about it because I knew that might happen, but I wasn't going to do it unless it came from her, you know? Right. So I didn't do those jokes. Um, and I was also scared when I got there that she was going to be mad at me because she might have heard that it. it was me. You know, right. they told me that she just heard someone. So when I met her backstage right before we're walking on, I wanted to just have a moment with her being like, I love you. Like, I think you're so brave. I like, I love trans people. Sure. Like, I just am kind of obsessed with them because I'm just like, that is insane. Like, insanely brave to me to like feel like you should have always been something and be like, I know everyone's going to make fun of me for the rest of my life and also tonight. But like, this is who I am. It's just, I just love it. So I wanted to have a moment with her where I, if she thought I was 
even even to say, hey, I'm sorry I made those jokes and that upset you. I, yeah. I didn't know that it, they were off limits. Um, so I ran up to her, but she was walking so fast, even in heels to the stage. Sure. that I was like, <gasps> like still, uh, still an athlete, still an, yeah. still an athlete yeah, yeah. walking so still fast. Kick your ass in golf. Amazing. By the way, yeah. if you are a 70, whatever, two year old woman and you look that good, yeah. good. I was, I remember looking at her being like, she's killing it. But, um, so I, uh, I ran up to her and I, she, I had heard from my friend, Bonnie McFarlane, who's a writer on the show that she had had a really strong, um, rehearsal set. Yeah. And so I went up to her and I was like, Caitlin, Caitlin, I'm, I'm like, hi. I was like, I'm Nikki Glazer. Um, I'm such a huge fan. I'm so excited to do this with you. I'm a comic on the on the thing. And I was like, I I talked to a, a friend of mine that saw you at rehearsal. They, she said, you killed. And I said, killed. And it just felt like I was addressing the joke that I like, I'm like, <laughs> right. and I heard you killed again. <laughs> See you out there. You know, it just felt like I was doing the meanest girl. Do you ever do that? Where yes. you're like, it's the opposite of what I meant. Yes, yes, and yes. I could tell her kind of look at me like, did you just say something like purposely? So I think after that, I was like, and I, and I love you. And I was just, you know, kissing her ass all the time. But then she was so nice to me. I mean, she found out I was on Dancing with the Stars and got voted off. She was like, you are voted off Dancing with the Stars first. She took me aside during the- um, That's good. During the um, commercial break. And was just, she was so fun. That Those are so fun because they're, none of the celebrities have their makeup people, their assistants, they're all up there alone. And so yeah. during the commercial break, we just have these famous people that I would never be around. I'm the least famous person there by far. Sure. I get to talk to them and like they're getting all drunk and a little bit like boozy and flirty and fun and so she was just like you that is the worst that's the worst thing that could ever happen to you was getting voted first off dancing with the stars rob was on dancing with the stars he had an amazing samba and she was like telling me she's going youtube of rob kardashian dancing with the stars foxtrot and i was like i know what i but she was she was a sweet what i learned about caitlin is that she's really um i did burt kreiser's cabin show with her on netflix and after the roast and i thought that she would be mad at me from the first roast, just because, oh, I had gone on Howard Stern after that and I had tell, told the jokes told about the her. Jokes. My opening joke was, Caitlyn Jenner, oh, such a beautiful woman you killed in that car accident. Like I was, that was gonna be my first joke. Yes, and so yes, I told yes. these on Stern and I, I felt like between me doing the roast and the cabin that she might've developed, developed a hatred for me because of the Stern thing. So I was scared to see her, but she, um, she was lovely and she thought I was trans for a second. They cut that. I was very happy because I was like, I love trans people. They feel like they're not seen inside. And she was like, are you trans? Like she asked me if I was trans, which, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be, trans people look amazing. They're, they pass better than I do some days as a, yeah, as a woman. Yeah. And I was born a woman, but um, it was a moment that I was just like, am I? Like, but it wasn't, uh, we got along so well and she's um, a really doting mother and like, uh, uh-huh just wanted to talk about her kids like, oh, so Kylie hasn't texted me in a bit. And you know, I'm just getting so upset every time I FaceTime her, she's not picking up. And it was just like normal mom, like problems with their kids. And I'm like, you're talking about Kylie? Or she'll be like, oh, did you see Kendall did that by bottle cap challenge on the jet ski? I told her she could get it in the first time. Like, like, and I was like, yeah, I saw that. I liked that this morning as did 90 million people. And you're talking about, it's like, it's like a little video of your kid. It's so cute. Okay. We're going to do a bunch of rapid fire questions rapid. and then we'll be done. Okay. You ready? Fire. All right. These are a bunch of, we're gonna, these are rapid fire questions. You just answer so them quick. Three minutes each. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me. Oh yeah. Okay, and then we'll we'll cut them if if to see if something funny comes out. Here we go. All right, guys. This I'm putting is, on my glasses for rapid fire. Good rapid fire. Here we go. Were you excited to do the podcast when I reached out to you? Yes. Favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, delicate. If you could, if you could do a show with any other comedian, Fifteen. fuck all too well, fuck. Uh, okay. If you could do a show with any other comedian, who would it be and why? Oh my god, any other comedian, who would it be and why? Um, 
I, I do that show. It's with Andrew Collin. Like I get to work with great. Rachel Feinstein, probably. Rachel, oh, Feinstein Rachel Feinstein is, great. Is, is one person that I want to work with. Who's the funniest co- person I think. And I could just sit back and set her up and just laugh. Yeah. I just don't want to, I don't want to have to do any heavy yeah. lifting. Like today. Like today. I was going to make that joke, but I didn't I got want to because I thought it was too mean. Oh God. How come no one swaps? How come no one swipes on my Bumble profile? Um, Because you have spliced commas and you also say you like black coffee. Kuh, and you, all your pictures, you look the same in them and you are not, you're okay. not comfortable being okay. taken pictures of. Okay. And I also right, am going to take a picture of you today to good. actually get a, a comfortable, good. normal looking you. I'm going to take good. one right now. Will I ever meet someone? Yes. Do you like social media? Yeah, you'll meet someone like special. That's a different, but you'll meet other people in your life. You're out and about on the town. Uh, you'll there's a meet guy someone. at the gas station across the street. When She'll you be toxic up. and horrible, but you'll definitely meet her. No, you don't. You you will not go out with this girl again that made you watch that reality show, will you? What? Are you going to go out on a third date with that girl? No. Right, exactly. So you're not putting up with anyone that's not like on board with It's got to be somebody incredible. It's yeah. got to be like Lady Gaga. No, it doesn't. Or yeah, like Sia. Right. What do you mean by that? Really? You yeah. want you want to date a famous person? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so but then like it's not that level. Not famous. What do you mean? So they have to be able to sing really well and have like an amazing S- voice. Sing and have an hour set and just be. What are you looking for? Cook. Honestly, okay, rapid fire. What are the What are the three things you're looking for? In funny, a funny, funny, uh, honest. What about beautiful? I don't care about that. Well, you don't care if you can get your dick hard for them. I don't. Really? You don't want to have sex? You, you will be fine being in an asexual relationship? No, I, 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 I might dick will get hard. I mean, obviously, but I'm not- So like, do you get hard for like intelligence? No. But okay. I, I really, I, I feel like the so funny- So how are you going to- How would you last with somebody unless you have like that repartee? Agreed, it's important, right. but I do believe that you important. have to want to like, you have to be attracted. I think number one has to be like you're attracted to them in some way. Or yeah. at least you're open to the chance. They can't be fugly. Let me say, it's not that they're, they're not attractive. I just don't really have a type. Okay. Like um, if you saw my like ex-girlfriend and my ex-wife. I bet they're all pretty though. I bet they all are a certain number and yeah, above. Right. Cute. Okay. So we have to address that this isn't, you're, this isn't open to any funny, honest woman. Because <laughs> there's a lot of. Maybe. I'm just, okay, Like there's so, times when I've seen Roseanne talk and I've like, I've been like. What do they have oh, to. Oh, I could, I could be with Roseanne. What do. Because she's so funny. What. It, what is the, what's something that you don't want them to, to have about themselves or a thing that you would appreciate is not a thing about? I don't like um, when- Drama. Drama. I don't like drama. Okay. Well, I don't like No anything. one likes drama. Okay. So do you want someone that works on themselves then and goes to therapy? Yeah. So sure. that's a good thing. Yeah. That would be great. That's just, I think that people need to prioritize that because, and if you also have to, it's, I'm guessing you're someone that does- Therapy? Yes. Or at least meditate. Someone that does has some sort of self-care practice. I don't think it's out there for me. You, a person that yeah. does this? You, yes, Jason. I really don't. A hundred percent there is. Because I've put up so many blocks, you know? Well, then knock them down. What are you putting up? I know, but then you just invite trouble into your life. So take it slow. Like I'm here right now and so, this is done and this is going to be great when but, it's over and I'll get on the plane and I don't have to worry about anybody. I know, but it sounds you know like I mean? you want to worry about someone if you're even on Bumble. Like, what? What's the point of that? If you, if, if, or are you just there to have sex? Obviously not. You're looking for someone. It's just too much. It's so just, you're looking for something to, that you are closed off to. So you wouldn't be doing that if you were actually closed off to it. So your your pro- point is disproven immediately. I also don't meet like um, the right people. Like I meet young people. That's all I meet. So so I need to meet people that are like I like though like your I like age. you going to places 
where 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 do you go meet a 40 year old woman the first of all you just you go to on all the the dating apps you just play the you do the dating apps and you talk about it on podcasts like this because here's the thing my my roommate andrew has a girlfriend now because she listened to him on a podcast that she listened to he was a guest on it and she was like who is this guy she just liked the way he talked because he was himself and so all you have to do is keep being yourself and put it out there (laughs) that you're looking for someone because if i were a girl and i heard you say this on your podcast or i heard you guest on a podcast that i listened to and i'm like do you know how many times I've looked up guys after hearing their voices on, you know, fucking self-help podcasts? Really? Like any podcast where I'm just like, oh, I wonder what this guy looks like. What's his deal? Does he have a wife? Does he have kids? Because I just like the way what he's saying. Right. And so you just need to, you what you need to do is put this out there. But you know what doesn't work, which I've done a lot of, is acting desperate for it. Because you're not desperate for it. No, I'm not. You actually have very high standards. I'm not desperate for it. In fact, I don't even care if it comes. My mother is single. Slide into Jason's DMs. But I'm so good to be alone now. I'm so good. It was scary at first. But but you're not meant to be. Humans aren't meant to be alone. We're meant to have partners. Okay, back to you. Mm -hmm. We're going to finish. Here we go. Did you have a crush on any of the guys from Fuckboy Island? Um, no, but I, um, I developed crushes on the show with like, you know, you're on an island with a bunch of people making a show. So I had crushes. But no, 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 none of the boys. Twizzlers or Red Vines? Red vines, like if, if it, overall Twizzlers, but right now I'm craving Twizzlers, red vine. Uh, number one. What's your favorite cereal? Life. Me too. It's so good. I said that yesterday. We were writing these questions it's and I said life and everybody best. made fun of me. No. My assistant was like, life. Dude, who's not loving life? And I, I love, I love it when it's crispy. I love it when it's soggy. I love all of it. It's, it's not condensed. too sweet, but it's sweet enough. It's great. I love it. Okay. Last question. Can you tell my ex-wife to leave me alone for once? Could just cut him some slack. He's struggling. Okay, okay, He's you. a good dad. Uh, he he speaks very highly of you. I love that you have a good relationship. But just back the fuck off, bitch. Um, Nikki, thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for doing this. Check you out my podcast, it. the Nikki Glazer podcast, every single day. You check can drop out, in whenever. Check out Nikki's podcast um, on iHeart, right? Yeah. And her reality show, Welcome yeah. Home. Welcome Home, Nikki Glazer? Question mark. Fuckboy Island is really great. It's Fuck on Boy HBO Island. Max. Yep. I'm on episode two. We're watching it with my kids. Wyatt and Charlie and I are watching ah! it. Wyatt loves it. I love it. Um, you have like so many things. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then I have a special coming out on uh, in July on HBO. And when's the next roast? Um, who knows? Who knows? Can they Netflix not do- just announced they were doing a Tom Brady one in 2023, so I'm gunning for that, but who knows? Oh, so you might be on there. Who knows? Who I knows? mean- I should have, I have an HBO special, so I kind of jump ship, but Um, Netflix, I love you. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks, Nikki. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.